Metal! Metal! In three, in two, in one! Hello, ballers and a pro fist to you! Oh, what's going on? Welcome to Friday! We're chilly, ghost, you feeling good? Feeling good, mate! Feeling good! Alright, how is everybody? You feeling fucking delicious? Feeling delicious on a Friday because you had a little bit of a legacy? I can't believe that worked, and people really appreciate it. Thumbs up to my audience! I was like, can we do this? Because, you know what? You know what the problem with YouTube is? You click it, you know exactly what it is before before it starts. You probably even know like 90% of the shit that's in the video. Right? <laughs> you see, it's all like Legacy of Wrath the Lich King. You're like, oh, I get what he's going to talk about. He's going to talk about this, going to talk about that, going to talk about this. So, they just were like, let's just leave it blank. Because they'll figure it out in the first 30 seconds. But that 30 seconds though? Nice. Nice. What's happening? Are you getting triggered? Oh, I'm a trigger in the chat. So, oh, you're bringing the piggle out. Nice. The piggle is back in the room. Yeah, I wait to ruin it. Yeah, all the Patreon guys are like, I'm going to fuck him right up here. I'm going to fuck him right up here. I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to spam the video. So I, I tweeted out, like, don't read the comments. Just give me 30 seconds. How many thought I was, like, leaving WoW? <laughs> I saw some people who were like, is he quitting WoW? Like, commented before we'd even finished the 10 second clip. It's a 10 second clip. Like, I'm fucking quitting WoW. Scared me to death. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool to do that. We do have another legacy coming that's of a different game and before the next WoW one. And it's like, uh, when, when's that coming out? Next Sunday. A week on Sunday. It's on the schedule somewhere. Uh, but I won't do it for that one because people will be like, oh, I think it's a scam. Scam. It's a scam. So, before we get started on drama time, we're going to be out and about. In fact, we've got more events coming up than I'd like to have. True story. Uh, we're going to be in Birmingham next Saturday for EGX 2016. Twitch! I'm as shocked as you guys. Twitch have asked us to go <laughs> and uh, do some stage stuff at EGX 2016. Must be the religious show we made. But I'm appreciative. Rock on, Twitch. It was nice to get a contact from uh, the Twitch Rugus. So we're going to be there at EGX 2016. So if you're going, it's like a mega hype um, a game thing. Game convention. It's the NEC. It's the Birmingham NEC. It's massive. It's the biggest one. Uh, so we're going to be doing that for Twitch. And also for Intel. Intel were like, yeah, come along to our stuff and do that as well. Bonus. Around about 12th of October, we're going to be in London. Can't say why yet. Can't say why. Can't say why. But us Northerners are going to be in that London uh, around October 12th, 13th, I think. We're going to be down there. So we're going to be doing something for Blizz down there. So we'll let you know when we can let you know. But that's the date. So if you're going to be in London around then, that's where we're going to be. So we'll organize. We've got a lot of stuff to do because we have to do all this promotional shit. I wish I could tell you what it is because it's really funny. But we have to do all the promotional shit. Uh, but we'll also figure time to say we're going to be here at this time. Like we did in Berlin. We're going to be there at this time. And I promise Ghosty won't be too hammered to see anybody. I'm not drinking at all. <laughs> so yeah we're gonna do that for blizz and then we're at blizzcon so it's fucking manic about what shit we have to do because we're gonna be away for a long time uh make sure you guys don't miss any videos yeah oh sell out not even getting paid so <laughs> there you go there you go not even getting paid mate so it's gonna be pretty fucking swag so if you're in midlands world we'll be in that birmingham if you're, we're only there on the Saturday at EGX. We're only there on the Saturday because we've got everything down to the Saturday. Uh, and then we'll be down in London for those couple of days. We're obviously staying over in that London because it's really far away uh, doing that stuff. And then obviously we'll be at BlizzCon, which should be really good. Oh, two subs at once? What are you? What are you? Ripped off then? <laughs> Did you not get paid? No, we don't do this stuff. They don't often offer it to us because they're not sure whether or not we can turn the swearing off. 
<laughs> so they're like, <laughs> we have a big issue. Can't you imagine? They watch drama and they're like, uh, <laughs> do we really want these guys involved? So, <clears throat> by, we've, <laughs> excuse me, we have flu coming. I know it. I know it. I can hear it in Ghost's voice and I can feel it happening. So it's going to happen. Let's have some fun. Let's have some drama fun. We do have a web show tomorrow as well. Uh, so all that is going on. We'll be announcing a transport comp, but it's going to be a little different this time. I think I let slip what it's going to be. Some of you probably already know. Uh, but we're going to be doing that as well tomorrow. Uh, announcing that competition. So it should be all... There's loads to do. It's all going on. This is what happens when it's a two-man team. You get me? You get me? Right. <clears throat> Oh, I've had my vitamin C. I'm rocking it. Okay. <clears throat> we're go Trust me. Trust me when I tell you. Trust me when I tell you. Just come along for the ride on this story. Just come along for the ride. Are you ready? You come along for the ride. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I mentioned only the guild I was in during vanilla, but it's long dead, so you can decide for yourself if you want to rename it. Knowing my chat, absolutely. Some fucking guild names, ladies and gents. So, let's uh, do this while you catch up to me. Doo -doo. I've got one stuck in my head now. <laughs> absolutely got it stuck. Guild name. Dropping the soaps. I like it. We'll go with that. Dropping the soaps. Dropping the soaps. We are the twat wombles never happening, Meth. Never happening. Alright then. Are you preaching ghosty? Hello. Hey mate. Oh, I believe that handsome gentleman is seated to my right. Hello. Hello. I hope you'll find the story of my WoW career entertaining and nostalgic for yourselves. As I understand, you have played this game as long as I have. I live in that Iceland, and I'm 29 years of age. Icelandic rocking it. The sticky ball sacks, it is warm. I have been playing WoW since the beta. The original beta. The old school fucking beta, yeah? <coughs> During the time of invisible naked mages. One-shotting people was a lot of fun. After playing that beta, though, I decided I would play a warlock. Mostly because of the succubi. It made sense at the time because I was 17 when the game came out. And obviously, I thought I could probably fuck my succubus at some point. Now, I played the WoW beta. At no point did I think that might happen. <laughs> I didn't. I saw the succubus and did think she was hot shit. And she is. She's, she's a sexy lady. Though. She's, a, she's a good lady. But uh, no. No. Mistakes were made. Uh, <clears throat> let's put Curse of Elements up and we'll call it good. Alright, good. I loved this game so much, ladies and gents. I met a lot of cool people playing it. I joined a guild with... I joined a guild that someone I did dungeons with was in. Even though it was just a small 10 to 15 man guild, it was fun and exciting. Later on, later on, a few of us in the guild decided to apply en masse to another guild who was about to start Molten Core. I wish with all my heart, I do, that you guys could experience what that was like. To know Molten Core existed and to be a noob. And to be like... Apparently, there's a 40-man raid boss in this game, and he's made of fire, and he comes out the lava. Never again. It was at that time that I truly fell in love with WoW. The whole idea of figuring out boss mechanics, mastering your role, was so satisfying. But as we started to down bosses more and more each week, and the epics started to flow, 
our guild leader started to show his true colors. To put it bluntly, our guild leader was a massive cock. A massive cock. Enormous, giant bellend. He wanted all the purples for himself. Can you guess his class? Can you guess his class? I've been provided the list of names. This is awesome. <clears throat> oh, Flinksy Poo nails it. He was, of course, a hunter. We got stuck on Ragnaros, and the dickishness of Shenron, the GM, started to cause a lot of friction within the guild. In the end, we all abandoned ship, vanilla style, and decided to join a guild that had killed Ragnaros and was starting Blackwing Lair. That is how you progress. DK, well done. Well done, McMatrix. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> this guild was the best one I've ever been in. And it still pains me. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, it's definitely coming, bro. Don't tell me that. I know. And it still pains me to this day that the guild died once we got to TBC. The guild was called Dropping Soaps. You might recall a certain Blackwing Lair video we made called The Rite of Passage. This GM was a very strict raid leader the kind that yelled a lot and called people out on mistakes oi unequip your bow hunter noob but he was always fair yeah straight down the middle always gave people a chance to improve was fair with loot rare in vanilla very rare in vanilla and put in time to prepare people for encounters yeah good solid one hour boss explanations before you pull you know the kind of stuff that you really enjoy these days where your raid leader sits you down for a little powwow as a side story about the so-called backup raid leader who was to be there in emergencies. He was one of the stupidest motherfuckers I have ever met. This man actually kicked me from a Zulgarub raid group for ninja looting all the soul shards. I am not joking. Co-raid leader. You with me? Co-raid leader. Yeah, he's in charge. Should, should our man not turn up? He's the one in charge. One of the things I regret was not being able to kill Kel'Thuzad in original Nax. We got to phase three once or twice and wiped. We never killed it before the pre-patch and the kill never came. Was a thing. People didn't understand soul shards. Very different game in vanilla. Very different. People didn't understand shit. It was all guesswork mostly. Skipping ahead. I've been in a lot of guilds since then. I raided in the Burning Crusade. I got to tank Illidan as a warlock. I was the seed of corruption bro on Muru. I loved Wrath of the Lich King. And everything in it, especially Demo. It was about this time that I done fucked up. I got into a lot of trouble IRL. Let's just say, ladies and gents, I have a lot more regrets IRL than in game. And I ended up in that jail. With a long sentence which I still serve today. Our author, still in prison, watching us right now. Feels bad, man. Although I don't know what you did, so I'm, I'm a little bit scared. Don't wear me like a hammock. I'm just saying. I don't want to be your underwear. I don't know. I don't know what you did. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, let's, let's move along. <clears throat> TBH, TBH, wow was not the thing on my mind for a long time, as you can imagine. 
But as time went on in our secure, low security prison, I could have my PC. I had it sent to me, but of course, no internet was allowed in prison. But we could get, via Waze, little 3G modems that worked here and there. I got mine. I got one. I know it's shit, but it's all I could have. And I was able to play WoW from my cell. Cataclysm had started and I missed the first three raids. But I managed to find a guild and do some Dragon Soul. I don't mind telling you I was loving playing WoW again, even though I had shitty internet and had to constantly be on the lookout for guards who might pop in whenever they feel like it. I'm about to say this line. Stay with me. Alright, you with me bros? We're going down a road. <clears throat> Those people who complain about the things they've had to sacrifice to play WoW don't know what the fuck they're talking about until they've had to shove a 3G USB modem up their ass during drug inspections. Just gonna let that one sink in. <clears throat> Alright, let's continue. <clears throat> to make things worse, they started banning PCs in prison. Because they were taking up too much room and had to get more people in. They did allow laptops to prisoners though. But you had to attend school. I wasn't stupid. School for me had never really been hard, but mostly boring. So if I had to take a few classes just to keep my laptop, then fuck it, I would. Yeah? I'll do some fucking learning, learn some crochet or whatever. So when Mop came out, I was playing on a shitty laptop with shitty internet, but I still raided. I did every raid and every boss. But my luck would eventually run out. I was caught online. My laptop privileges were suspended for me for a month. <clears throat> and my USB modem was taken away. Getting a new USB modem, though, didn't take long. In fact, I got another one the very next day. Even though I had to wait a month for it to be activated. Pisser. <clears throat> Pisser. The guild I was in died during my absence. But some of the players there had moved to another guild and got an invite. So that mop turned out fine for me. In WAD, my guild got top 200 EU, 300 world. But my laptop was starting to die. Starting to die. In Hellfire Citadel, it became unplayable for me. I thought my WoW career was over. I didn't exactly have cash flow, as you can imagine. I had before to simply buy a new laptop and I left the guild. Because frankly, my performance was horrible. Every time the hands spawned on Mythic Comrock, my game would freeze for five to six seconds. But, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> things are starting to look up. I'm in another prison now! That's minimum security where we're allowed interwebs. And I got myself another laptop by trading some old debts. So now I'm fucking sitting pretty, ladies and gents. In a guild getting ready to raid the Emerald Nightmare with a good laptop and decent internet. In prison, you left off the end of that statement. In prison. Prison, though. Right? You're raiding in prison. What's going on, man? I don't know what you did. It's minimum security, so it gotta be super, super dangerous. <clears throat> Without wow. I would have lost my mind out of boredom. And surprisingly, I actually managed to finish school. I even started going to the internal university learning Japanese. <clears throat> because, you know, Japanese women are the hottest of them all. I wish you both luck during your Legion raid. I hope you got a lot more giggles from watching your videos in the future. Here's a link for the Edgelord that is proof you can make anything edgy if you want to. And this was sent for Ghosty. There you go. <laughs> you guys can enjoy a little Edgelord. How could I not read that? I don't know what you did, so I refuse to cast judgment. But still, it's an interesting story. I refuse. It could be scary. It could be scary. 
<laughs> Weeb trash. <laughs> Weebing. Weebing in prison. All right. We need a guild name later, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm free and wow. All right. <laughs> Mate. 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 So I need a guild name. Uh, Shadron was in it like for two seconds. So let's put him back in. Wow, you guys have really been ha uh, going ham on the Patreon. Thanks, guys. We will make sure you get the benefit. 100%. I need a girl, right? <clears throat> I think I need a girl. <laughs> the Rambe cage guards. You guys are such trolls. And the guild name shall be... Cumdrum. <laughs> Beautiful. 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 <clears throat> Beautiful. Alright, here we go. Hello, Breacher and a big holler to all you, the chat, YouTube, and hopefully Ghosty if he's present. Hello. Hello. I present to you all my drama story. This story proceeds... Th proceeds through my entire WoW experience. From being a noob all the way to a little bit of ERP. I was young, I was new to the game, and in all honesty, just a bit shit. I hope you enjoy and get a giggle out of my best memories in WoW. <clears throat> Side note, I already sent you a story before. However, being a complete scrub, I did not put it in a document or even in PDF. I just emailed you the story. I plead to the chat to go easy on me, as I know how unmerciful they can be. Wow. Raw dogging you guys. Shots fired at you, boys. Shots fired for you guys being harsh critics. Yeah? Just saying she's asking forgiveness is our girl here. Asking forgiveness. So, I'll leave it to you. So, our story begins in primary school. I was new. Shame. Shame. Kill it. <laughs> Shame. I was a new student, having moved over to Australia after living in England until I was five. Around 20 or nine. I had firmly cemented myself into the schoolyard culture and had found friends. It was at this time that Shenron invited me over to his house. Mm. Shen. Filth. Filth. To his house one day to show me a new game. Wow. I was stunned. The game was nothing like I'd ever seen before. My friend was running around a city as a purple elf on some sort of panther holding a staff. He was able to jump off his mount, turn into a fucking bear, morph into a cat, and finally land in the canals and swim off as some sort of seal. I was amazed. I knew I had to play it. Shenron let me have a turn on his mum's account. Oh. <laughs> as the whole family played on one account it was incredible the feeling is nothing like when i log in today the game isn't worse not by a long way it's just different to how it felt logging on for that first time it's impossible to explain but this was the first game of its type i had ever played you see preacher i had come from the call of duty era of gamers Noobs needed to be killed. Killstreaks, no scopes, commonplace. However, upon logging in that first time, all of that became shitty scrublord work. This is what I would play. 
I would play the fuck out of it. I played a few more times at Shenron's house, levering up a Tor and DK, mate. Yeah? All the beef. And finding a city at night time. Orcs lined the streets. We went on small elevators to find pathways, bridges, connecting the city together. People ran below on the city streets. We made our way up to the huge building in the back where I would meet the war chief of the Horde. Do you remember that? Do you remember when they put the war chief at the back of Ogrimmar? What's up, mate? Do you remember when they moved the war chief to the very back of Ogrimmar, like in a, a shanty town? Do you remember that? No, mate, I don't. What expansion was that when they moved him? <clears throat> He's in the middle again now, but they moved him, like, really to the back of Ogrimmar. <clears throat> Upon entering this building, we discovered Thrall had been taken by the Alliance moments earlier and wasn't respawning. Oh, Thrall had been killed by the Alliance moments earlier and wasn't respawning. So we logged off. A few days of begging my parents to buy me the game. They caved! And I was given a copy. I installed it on my 2000s era family PC. HP Pavilion, never forget. It took four consecutive days. It's almost there. Sweet my God. When it was finally done, I opened up the game and made an account. My mother knew about the fee, but she wasn't bothered. She was kind of, she was kind of laddish. Even later, buying me and my sister the Spectral Steed store mounts because we thought it was cool. I looked for the button to recreate my burger death knight. But I was stopped. Apparently I had to have a character that was level 55. No one had told me this. Shenron had never mentioned it. I was crushed. 55 was too many levels. How could I ever get there? After all the waiting, four days. I logged out and did not play the game for a few days. <laughs> no DK, no party. No. I can't, you know, <clears throat> it's not working. I'm trying, but you can't hold me back like this. I need to do it. I came back a few days later. Now, before I reveal my class, it must be said that I am a girl. Yeah? So this may set parameters in case of a chat class guest moment. Think about what we've said. Think about the stories we've told so far. What did you choose? I chose, Preacher, a female night elf druid. You should have got that from the story of the... Yeah, there you go. Alpa was paying attention. You guys just assumed, fucking assumed too much. I chose this class after remembering what my friend was able to do. And after a few false starts with hunters before getting angry that we had to buy ammo, off I was. I logged in finally on my own account and looked around. I was in a huge forest facing a ginormous tree. I was hooked. So impressed. I love this game so much. Preacher that while leveling, I learned everything I could about it. The story, to me, was amazing. I took every opportunity I could learn about the different races, the histories, the stories of Azeroth themselves. I credit these early moments to why I became a law nut to this day. And just saying, I believe my knowledge of WoW lore may be on par with Noble himself. Halt the fucking train. One, presumptuous. Two, I don't think you really do give a fuck. Or, in fact, really care about Mr. Noble. Because 
You spelt his fucking name wrong. Amateur hour. Chat, she said, please be lenient. Fire the shots. Fire the cannons! I want volleys out of there coming at our noble with an incorrect spelling claiming you're up to par on the law. Dude. Dude. We're not letting that slide. Your bold statement. <laughs> yeah? Just saying. But that's just me, she says. The early days were fun, but brutal. My friend Shenron had told me he was going to help me level, but told me to, and I quote, do it yourself because 3.3.0 drops tomorrow. Now, I had no idea what 3.3.0 was, and it confused me. I told him, Shenron, stop being a fucking idiot and help me. And it was not 3.3.0, it was the 7th of the 12th, 09, dipshit. She thought about it. She thought about it. <laughs> she thought about it. He laughed at me and logged off. Oh, Shenron. I thought you were swag with your patch note numbers. Most people just said ICC tomorrow. But you, you had to go with all the numbers, didn't you? Didn't you, smart ass? It was only months later I discovered that 3.3.0 was a patch number and that it was the ICC patch. Meaning the Lich King. Meaning raiding. Meaning fuck off shitty low level friend. I was disappointed but powered on. Getting ganked continuously in Stranglethorn Vale by max level horde players for hours on end. Eventually my travels brought me to a place known as Menethil Harbour. Where I met a small group of players. Led by a max level player known as Biggs. Biggs was taking the small group which consisted of two level 34s and a 47 priest onto a boat. Oh shit, oh, yeah. boat ride. I was intrigued and asked if I could join in their quest on the boat. They accepted and invited me to the group. Biggs told me that he was showing these people he had met in trade chat a faraway zone known as the Howling Fjord. I sat on the boat and sailed away, not quite knowing where I was going, but excited nonetheless. I was around level 23 at this point and I'm sure you can tell what happened. He took us there, took us to a point where he killed the mobs, and then he hearthstoned away. He left us there, alone in the wild, getting killed by giant vikings and whale sharks for about an hour. At no point did I think to use my fucking hearthstone. I had to devise a plan to get back to the boat safely. I decided that if vikings would kill me constantly and the whale sharks ate me if I got too close, then I'd have to corpse drag myself back to the boat. The plan worked. Although it took a few hours and I ended up giving a speech to the group to persevere. She gave a speech. Push on, people. Even bring up the Lich King wanted us to fail and we would continue for Azeroth. Precursor. A little bit of RP for the lads. We made it to the boat. And I didn't see Northrend for a very, very long time after that. When I finally did come back to the zone later, I was better equipped. Less newbie than I was then. And actually love Howling Fjord more than any other zone to this day. Mate, Howling Fjord, best zone. Who said that? Exactly. No one said that. Idiot me. Fucking garbage. Chat, have at it. Throw a stake in the shark pool. <laughs> See what happens. The scenery, the quest, especially the music made it a great experience for me. I thought at any moment undead would burst from the ground to kill me. 10 out of 10 zone. 
go forward half a year. <laughs> half a year. Half a year. <clears throat> I had made my tour in Death Knight and logged right in to start doing the bidding of Arthas. I read all the quests and learned all about the lore about the undead scourge and the Lich King. When finally we reached the point where he betrayed us at Light's Hope. I actually felt truly betrayed by a character I had grown to love. I was more invested now than when Shenron and I did the quest line before. My sadness turned to anger. Anger turned to hatred and from that day I made it my goal to kill Arthas. And to spit on his corpse for what he did to me in the Ebon Blade. It was then, it was when I delivered the scroll to Thrall in Orgrimmar that I understood what the Horde was and fell in love. Unfortunately, I loved Death Knights, Death Knights too much and kept remaking and deleting them to do the starting zone in Hellfire Peninsula. <laughs> to this day, I still love that DK starting zone. Hellfire Peninsula, however, is garbage. Oh, thank God. It's fucking garbage to me and I can't stand it. The constant remake made me very bored of DKs. So I did the only reasonable thing to do. I made a Blood Elf Hunter and played that instead. <laughs> My Hunter carried me through Kata and Mott before finally being swapped out back to the DK. Back to the DK. This, yeah, Hunters. Mm -mm, no, thank you. It was then delete. Why do people delete their characters all the time? Just leave it alone. It's not going anywhere. We're deleting it again for a warlock. And finally, back to a DK. As the original DK was involved in serious guild drama that ended up disbanding the guild and ruining a marriage for real, like, seriously. You really wrote that. Like, let's let's put some context here for the, for the chat right now. So, if you think it's, like, not even true, though, for, like, ser for real, like, seriously... Everybody good? Everybody know what's up? Alright. Are we golden? Okay, good. <clears throat> well, that is another story, if people are interested. <laughs> My hunter joined a guild called Cumdrum, based off a popular song. <laughs> I don't want to guess what you guys think the popular song is. It was here that I met my best online BFFs. We're making BFFs. Rathburn. Rathburn ran the guild and was an absolute ledge. At first we thought he might be a girl, bit of Rathburn, bit of Scissors Sisters, as his original name was a combination of a cat and a moon. Ooh. Pussy moon. Moon pussy. Whiskers the moon. And still has that name to this day. It was in this guild that I learned about the social aspects of the game. Made some great friends and memories. This was not the guild that I disbanded later on. This guild did dungeons and had fun. All the members talked over Vent and made some brilliant friends, such as Skinner. I first reached Max around mid-Kata. Did some heroics and all BGs, but that was it. I only ever did LFR in Kata. I was <laughs> Moonlight Pussy, Lunar Clunge. <laughs> That's filth. I was still a complete clicker and keyboard turner, so knowing and realising that I was bad at the game, I turned to the only other option, roleplay. Yes, Preacher, I bit the bullet. I made a character on that moon guard and started to roleplay. I loved roleplay! It was the place I could show off my superior wow nor knowledge, yeah? Boom. The only factor of the game that I was good at. I didn't quite know what RP exactly was, but I knew that it was acting out a character. I act and did a bit back then as well, so I knew how to 
pretend and play a character. What I didn't understand was ERP. I had not heard that one, and unknown to me, the guild I had joined was an ERP guild. They had ranks like slaves, master, mistress, and so forth. So forth. I was confused why the GM had to be called Miss whenever she logged on. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. What's the name of that guild, by the way? <clears throat> name of that guild, by the way? <clears throat> I hate to say it, but I was asked to join in some ERP one time. And upon arriving at Ironforge and being told that I was supposed to pretend to be in a cage and then shagged all night. I quickly locked out and deleted that character very quickly. So I... <laughs> Later on, I got into RP for real and found people that RP'd not sexually. However, I was emotionally scarred about ERP for quite some time. Just get in the fucking cage and you'll be alright. It's because you ran away. Run away, it's going to seem like it was going to get weird. If you'd stuck around, it would have been tender. Delicious. That's, that's what you made up what actually was going to happen. It was going to be a right giggle. <laughs> the guild continued on strongly until the end of Kata when it disbanded due to a lack of members. We were crushed. I still have screenshots of the old days of my computer with Shenron and Skinner and Rathburn. It stuck around for a while to play. But Mop was the killer for Rathburn. When the pandas arrived, it couldn't stick around. Thanks you for listening to my creepy little story. This is a basic overview of my newbie story in WoW. There are many stories I could ramble out, but I'll save those for another time. For real, like seriously, thank you. Get in the cage, though. Wasting my time. <laughs> just, get, just get in the fucking cage. Do as you told me. Do as you told. <clears throat> Now we need a we need a we need a judgment. We need a judgment from the chat. We need a judgment from the chat. A judgment for sure. Okay. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to listen. And then we need your judgment. <clears throat> No, not on that one, on this next one. Uh, where's the girls? Okay. <clears throat> it was a girl that no, you weren't. <laughs> was I backstabbed, ladies and gentlemen? That is the question. We already know, yes. Don's the fedora. I am ready. I am ready to pass judgment on your experience. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Hello, Preacher and Ghoster, if he's there. Hello. From Team Brazil. Team Brazil representing. This is the story about my friend. Did he backstab me? We're going to need three people. Back in 2005, I was living in Portugal. And all of my classmates started playing World of Warcraft. I had played Warcraft 3 at school and liked it a lot, but I didn't have an internet connection at home to play WoW. Portuguese internet. Anyone in the chat got Portuguese internet? Let us know. Let us know. In 2007, when I finally got internet at home, me and my best friend Quarry <clears throat> started playing. It was almost... <laughs> What, every single one of you is from Portugal? <laughs> you know why you guys have this reputation, right? 
Every single one of you said you were from Portugal. <laughs> okay. It was, it was almost the mid-Burning Crusade and we got into an English guild called... <clears throat> give me a guild name. I was 16 at the time. 1.9 meters tall. Or 6 deuce in real measurements. I'm not an ugly dude, but, but, I'm shy around women. Your thoughts, chat. My best friend, Quarry, though, was a smooth motherfucker. We're going with Luna Clunge. We're going with Luna Clunge as the guild. I like it. I played a warlock. <laughs> Fuck off with Swat Mumble. I played a warlock. <laughs> Quarry chose a druid. I was more into PvE and raided a bit in Karazhan. We got stuck on the curator. <clears throat> and I had to stop playing before Wrath of the Lich King. Meanwhile, he met a girl, IRL, called Euphoric. And we became friends. Euphoric was fun, nerdy. Had the same interest as me and also liked that world of Warcraft. We started playing together. She was also a druid. Our trio had everything. Quarry would heal. She tanked. And I was deeps. Of course. Chicks dig big numbers, right? We went out a lot. Of course. I started to develop feelings for Euphoric. She was 23. You're 16. <clears throat> and had just got out of a strict relationship with a weirdo weird guy her family was also very strict so going out with us was a way to get out of the boring world i respected her i respected her space <clears throat> and quarry told me she wasn't looking for something serious at the time but he also told me that she liked me it was pretty obvious that my feelings for her were only getting stronger. But I never said anything about it. Only Quarry knew about it. Quarry had a lot more experience about women and their feelings. So he understood her better than I, which kind of bugged me. I started to get very jelly, very salty about it. But I didn't want to ruin my friendship with Quarry. Because of the bro code, right? Bro code, boys. <clears throat> then came the backstab. Or is it? I couldn't hold my feelings any longer. I did it. I told her I really liked her. In that way. And she replied with... Your thoughts, ghost? Why are you standing on a desk? What the fuck? He likes the girl. He plucked up the courage and he said, I like you a lot. What was her reply? I'm the kind of girl that'll do something strange for some loose change. She said. And then made that the blowjob thing. She went. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 and that was it. Nothing else. She just went, yeah, I know. It was the end of the line on the whole deal. At that moment, I knew that I was in the ultimate friend zone. 
We still hung out, but my confidence was crushed. My expectations, my expectations had become low. The excitement I had for her was gone. And now it was just fucking awkward. <clears throat> so one night, ladies and gents, a month or two later, Euphoric calls me. It's a surprise since we nearly exclusively texted each other. And yes, my worst fear become true. Euphoric told me she liked Quarry. It hurt like hell! But I had no other option. And accepted the reality and blessed it. A few days later, I told him about her call. Quarry wasn't very surprised. It was almost as if he knew it was going to happen at some point. <laughs> Quarry like a baller. Did you know Euphoric likes you? Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Of course I know that. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, big surprise. Yeah, another girl likes you. <laughs> the thing is, he also started to have feelings for her. He's got feelings. It was settled. It was done. Quarry and Euphoric started dating immediately. I immediately, like, lashed out and texted a girl I knew and asked her out. It was fun and helped me realize that there was hope for a guy like me. Later, when I was 18, I dated a 28-year-old girl who was sexually active. And sometime later, I got back to Brazil and met an awesome woman who's now my fiancé. She wasn't a nerdy kind of girl, but that changed when she met me. Even though she doesn't play well, I even leveled up a Blood Elf Paladin with her name to see if she liked it. Now that's love. <clears throat> Unfortunately, she sucks at WoW and couldn't even jump and press W at the same time. She liked the movie, though. Yeah? She likes the movie, though. And sometimes she even calls me by my warlock's name. She's the one. Not sure about that, bro. That's weird, mate. If Emma calls me preach, mate. I call you preach, mate. You don't like it. In fact, you've done it once in the last three years. You did it the other day and it was really weird. It was, wasn't it? It was very weird. It. it was very Why weird. Why don't you like it, Preach? <laughs> Everyone just went, oh, oh, oh. As for those two druids, though, they broke up two years ago after an eight-year relationship, euphoric and quarry. Salut! Salut! I invited them to be the best man and maid of honor at my wedding. Well, I guess it won't happen. He's now engaged with another girl, and she got over him. <laughs> That's my story, Preacher. Was it a backstabbing? No way, right? There's no backstabbing going on there. She doesn't like you, bro. Get over it. Go out with someone else. Buy a gun rack. That's what you want to do. Get out of it. Keep doing it. There's no backstabbing there. You right? You with me, chat? <clears throat> you with me? Warlock name in bed. Yes, no. <laughs> Nay! It's not a backstab if a girl doesn't like you. That's not betrayal. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> There's no, she's not like obligated to say yes for any reason. <laughs> Neither are you, by the way. If a girl says yes, doesn't matter how horny you are, this way you should jerk off twice daily. So you're ready for these scenarios. Exactly. Crazy bitch says, I like you. You're in a safe place. Don't where you're not like. Don't go out with a loaded gun when you're talking to a chick. Damn right. Yeah? I'm just saying. Don't do it. Don't do it. <clears throat> That's life advice. Preach ghost. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> this one's real. I know, I know it's Friday. It's all about having the giggles. <clears throat> but this is going to make you really sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alright, Kurtz didn't make it in. <clears throat> right, we just need Kurtz. 
I'm going to have to go real quick. Uh, it's my son's birthday tomorrow, so I've got to get his hair cut. It's a priority, according to my wife. I've got to hurry up this story. I've got to go and get my son's hair cut tomorrow. No, no, tonight. It's not, uh, it's not available tomorrow. I've got to do it tonight after drama. You better speed up then. <clears throat> I'm just going to shave his fucking head. That'll teach the bastard. Go walk, mate. All right. <clears throat> we have to dress up as the Paw Patrol tomorrow. But you know I'm down for I am that. stampeding the shit out of yeah, those kids. Yeah, you're the shit one, though. Are you no, I'm not. I'm rubble. Mate. I chose well, rubble. You might as well be that cock smoker that does the recycle. I'm there on the double, mate. Where are you? I'm a Last. fucking cop, mate. You loser. I'm going to bring my own billy club fucking and beat loser. the shit out of you. <laughs> billy club. I'm taking a switchblade. I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Hey, preacher and ghoster, if he happens to be present. Hello. Hello! <laughs> I've been a fan of your content for quite some time. Since the 4.3 guys, to be precise, and I even sent in a picture for the Brofist map. Class act. So I figured it was about time I submitted my own. This is for the community. For the betterment of the community and you guys out there. Chase is a cunt. <laughs> I want to be Sky. I began playing WoW near the end of the Firelands at the soppy bollocks age of age 16. I had been aware of WoW for quite some time and had always piqued my interest since I was an avid gamer since conception. That's a bold movie. A move. A bold move. Conception. Gamer. As a young lad, I played all the N64. Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, Super Smash, and I've been in love with games ever since. So now being 16, pubes on the pitch and greased up, I figured it was about time I bit the bullet and got my WoW account, mate. <clears throat> I waited the inordinate amount of time that it took to download the game on my troglodytic New Jersey 2011 internet and finally it was ready to play. From Jersey, I jumped right into making my first and most beloved character that I still main to this day. Even though it has been a race. Even though it has been race. Race, faction, server, and name changed about 20 times by now. A male Nelf Druid. Now, I played on a trial account prior to this on my own, but now my older brother, Kurtz, joined me. As seeing me play got him interested as well. He played a male Night Elf Mage. Your thoughts, chat? Your thoughts on the male Night Elf Mage? Discuss. Ugly. Let me describe Kurtz to you guys so you can get an idea. Kurtz is a prick. <clears throat> Alright, we're getting the idea. But he's my bro, and I love him. When we used to play Smash Melee together with my younger brother, he was the kind of guy that would play until he won one game and then say, with all the smugs, well, I'm done, got stuff to do, and walk out the room. He's also the kind of guy that just does what he wants, and if you do not go along with him, he gets super triggered. Now, imagine having to coordinate questing with this guy. When we were questing, he would constantly ask how many of the quest items I had because if we weren't even Stevens, then it was unfair. Stop killing stuff. Stop looting. Put loot on free for all. Don't you kill that. Don't loot it. It's my loot. How many eyes, raptor eyes? You got 12, right? Well, I've got 11, so don't touch nothing. But keep killing it, though. <clears throat> we would have to stop and constantly check we had the same quests in our log. So one of us didn't get experience. The other did not. We continued this way until around level 70. At which time we went our separate ways until we got 85. 
When I rocked 35, though, I took a short break from the game, which, uh, which my, <clears throat> which in my time, Kurtz joined a heroic Dragon Soul Progression Guild and got a full set of Time Lord armor. When he showed me his character, I couldn't even fathom what top-level play was like, as my gear had always been the classic clown suit. I decided to come back to WoW, re-level on my own as a warrior. It took me a few days of playtime to get to 85 on my warrior, but I got there. Now I was ready for endgame content, or so I thought. <clears throat> it's going to get really sad, I'm sorry. I had no idea how to go about getting into a guild, let alone a raid. At this point in the story, I would like to know that I am extremely, extremely antisocial. I'm the kind of guy, and I didn't even know this was a thing, who when he goes out to eat, picks a food item off the menu that requires the least amount of questions from the waiter. So I would order things like fish and chips. No steak? Because <clears throat> you're going to get asked. I can't. Did you hear that, Andy? Sorry, mate. What's up? He's so shy around people that when he orders food, he has to order food that won't get him any questions from the waiter. Oh, I know, right? That's Isn't that suckage? You want yourself a rare steak, right? And you, want, and you want a steak. Can't order a steak. You can't order a steak. Can't they, order a steak. They, they will do it medium to well done as proxy. You want that shit rare? Mushy peas or no? Good enough, go. What are you trying to do? Pay your respects in chat. It gets worse. Oh god, mm. worse than the steak. Worse than the steak. <laughs> the steak situation's bad. Okay. <clears throat> now put that kind of guy in an MMO. I talk to nobody. When I would do heroic dungeons on my protection warrior, I would never speak and just farm them all day and night until I had my full set. Still having no idea to get into a guild, I pressed on and decided that in Mists of Pandaria, I would try raiding on my protection warrior in a guild. Mop dropped. It was a race between me and my brothers to get level 90. Within a day or two I got there, I thought to myself, now I must find a guild. Kurtz had leveled a Shadow Priest to 90 and once again was in a top raiding guild on the server with his experience. I thought, what am I doing wrong? One day I was doing my dailies and I saw a guild looking for a tank to start Mogushan Vaults. It took everything I had, but I sent a whisper saying I was a dungeon-geared protection warrior looking to start raiding. He asked me a couple of questions, which I answered, and eventually the invite came. I was in a guild. We went to Mogishan Vaults that night. He asked me if I had Ventrilo. I googled it, downloaded it, and then replied yes. He gave me the info and I put it in. However, it took me about an hour to figure that you had to click the channel you wanted to enter. So I couldn't hear anything from the raid in the first couple of pulls. On our first night, we did kill the stone guards and Feng. I felt like a fucking baller. Since I had my preachy guides, I could do anything. After the raid, the guild members started to talk to me for some reason. So later that night, I had to G-quit, as I couldn't handle being talked to by the rest of the guild. You were making friends! You were starting to make friends! It was happening! 
It was happening. People are like, hey, what's going on, man? Welcome to the guild. We managed to get some kills. That's pretty cool, right? You abandoned ship. And I decided I'll go back and play my druid. I quickly leveled and learned how to play resto. And once again, I saw a guild for someone and whispered them my info. I got invited. On my first raid night, I did well with my knowledge of the instance from videos and class guides. I remember when we were doing Fengi to draw flame, people were studying the fire, and I popped my tree in tranquility and saved the raid. After this, I was a hit for the first and only time. I got a whisper from another resto druid, a girl whose name is not important. It said, I had no idea that he was using draw flame, but there you were, popping tree and using trank. Well played. It's worth knowing I'm not really interested in girl and really couldn't give a fuck about her. So I replied with a conversation ending. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's not about... Not every girl that whispers you guys is trying to fuck you, right? <laughs> you get that, right? You don't have to be like, well, I'm not interested in girls, mate. So fuck off, mate. You know what I mean, mate? Fucking talking at me. Fucking woman. In hindsight, I probably should have stayed in this guild because we blasted through the vaults in a few days. By the time we finished Mokushun vaults, so the heart of fear was out and we jumped in. One night of the raid, our other druid wasn't coming, so we had to pug a healer. A priest whose name is also not important. As once I do leave this guild, and I do leave this guild, I put everyone in the guild and associated everyone with it on ignore. Our first night in Heart of Fear, we downed the first boss easily, but not the second guy. Who was it? <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> Who was it? We couldn't do it. We couldn't handle the tornadoes. Someone came up with a bright idea that as soon as tornadoes should start, I should use tranquility. As soon as we enter that phase to keep the raid healed up so that they could get to the other side safely. <clears throat> Needless to say, standing still during that phase is not a good idea. And I died. A lot. After a ton of wiping, we called the raid. And after the raid, due to all the deaths, the guys started to talk about me. Not doing enough healing. Not doing my job. Playing badly. I just sat there and didn't respond and watched as they gunned me down. <clears throat> Later that night, like before, when no one was on, I left the guild like the Grinch sneaking into the house on Christmas. Oh, no! It's all this sad. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, your heart's breaking as much as me. Oh, man. Fast forward to the throne, and this time I decided against joining a guild. It's too much social work. <sighs> Kurtz, however, was still going strong in his top guild, and I began to notice that his raid nights were pretty short. I mean, like, super short, boys. Like, half an hour to an hour. I never noticed this while I was raiding all leveling, and I didn't think much of it at the time. After the end of Siege of Ogamado, Kurtz stopped raiding and quit the game until Draenor. For the first time, Kurtz was not in a top-end raiding guild at the get-go of an expansion. I found this odd, so I asked him about it. He then proceeded to reveal a story that amazes me to this day. Kurtz did not care about things such as server first or killing a boss or raiding. He wanted mounts, gear, and the titles that came with raiding. You guys don't know Kurtz, but I can tell you he is nuts about collectibles. He must have everything. I remember one time he was raiding Throne of Thunder and the clutch of G couldn't mount dropped. 
Kurtz lost his shit. He had rolled a 99. The last roll came in and wouldn't you know it? A hundred. A big one, zero, zero. He whispered the guy so fast, said he would pay $2,000 for it. To which the guy said, fuck no, as it sounded really sketchy and lies. One of the officers of Kurtz's guilds, good IRL good friends, absolutely despised clearing trash and refused to do it even if it meant getting kicked from the raid. Income Kurtz. He proposes that in return for the guild carrying him later in the expansion to get gear, mounts, and achievements, he would come in and clear all the trash in place of this guy and then step out for bosses. <clears throat> he would also use his status of being in the top raiding guild on the server to get spots and do other raids with other people. <laughs> oh, fucking Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> Ever since I heard this story, Kurtz has and forever will be known as the garbage man. Thanks for listening and taking the time to read my little story. If it makes it onto the live show, thank you for listening. And if you happen to see a druid with no brackets under his name, throw him a salute as he might just be me, the guildless hero. Much love. <clears throat> I hope you get over that. I really do. I worry about you guys, man. I worry about you guys with all these social problems. I do. Work on it somehow. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to comment, I suppose. Work on it. Work on it. It's it's fine. It's safe. It's good. It's good. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got to go get my boy's hair cut. So I'll leave you with that super sad drama Friday and all the sads uh, that you can rewatch at your leisure to have some fun. <clears throat> all right. I got over it already. Ragnarok is already over it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. All right. All right, ladies and gents, web show tomorrow. We're also in Birmingham. We're in London. We're at BlizzCon over the next couple of months. We're all over the place. Web show tomorrow. We're going to be having all the goofy stuff. Transmog competition announcement. And we'll probably do a little bit of VR stuff. Apparently, there's a game where I can stab someone in the head over and over and over again. Nice. Yeah. Are you ready to go, wifey? All right, I'm ready to go. See you later, guys. Have a great weekend if you're not coming to the web show. And I will see you on Tuesday for the mystery game stream. Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. GMT. Mystery game stream. Should be a giggle. Bye-bye.